It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thanks for being with us for another edition of Outside the Box. I'm Joel Norman. No Rocky Russo tonight, but pinch hitting for him. We've got his two assistant coaches with the Lincoln Stars, Art Bry and Mike Sinell. Happy to have them with us and happy to have you tuning in with us. It was a great Saturday of action for the Lincoln Stars as they picked up a 6-1 to win in dramatic fashion, defeating the Omaha Lancers. Uh, this past weekend at the Icebox, and they've got a challenge coming up this weekend. Two games with Tri-City. They'll be at home on Friday night for Country Night at 7.05 p.m., and then on the road the next night against the Storm. Well, Mike and Art, let's let's get things started by talking about how things started off, obviously, last weekend. Really good for the Stars. The 6-1 to win against Omaha. It was the kind of night where it didn't feel like there was a lot to nitpick. If anything, you were nitpicking if you found issues from that night. But the final score doesn't really say how the game started. I felt like the way that first period was going, Omaha was the one who kind of came out hot. Lucas Massey, who will join us in a little bit, he had to make some big saves early on in this game. Art, I'll start with you. How did you guys kind of survive that early ambush and then really take control of the game? Well, first of all, Joel, thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you here at the ticket uh, with my partner in crime, Mike Zanella. Um, but no, the, the weekend was obviously a, a huge success for us. Um, early on, you know, having solid goaltending to establish some confidence in a team, especially a, a younger team trying to establish themselves early on in the season, is so vital. And, and for Mass to step in, um, getting his first start in a Stars jersey and, and in the USHL. Um, last year, he came from the AJHL, a league up in Canada. Um, so for him to step in, play like he did especially early on not only gave confidence in the group but really gave confidence in 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 him um and to watch him kind of flourish throughout the rest of the game the guy stepped up scored some goals for him and and we kind of just rolled from there and mike a big reason why the guy stepped up was because of some power play opportunities we knew it from research from the night before omaha last friday they were in action and i'm blanking on who they played against right now but they had a combined 16 power plays between the two teams you guys knew you were going to get some calls it was just a matter of cashing in and that's exactly what you guys did in that first period on on saturday yeah absolutely and uh, obviously first and foremost like art said thanks for having us and uh, it's a pleasure to be be on the radio with you uh, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we watched the game pretty closely against Tri-City, Omaha versus Tri-City last week, and uh, we knew we were getting the same ref and crew the next day, so uh, we had a good idea that what we're going to get into as far as power plays and penalty kills and even some four-on-four action, so, uh, you know, wanted to be smart, make sure if you're taking a penalty, it's it's in a good situation where, where you have to take one, but um, guys did a great job uh, just getting on the power play and making the most of uh, our opportunities out there. It's still early in the year, so guys, different guys are getting different looks and um, just trying to make the most of, of every opportunity you get for sure. Just the one game last weekend for the Stars, as I mentioned, that game against Omaha, nothing last Friday. They had that night off, but you guys talked about already. You kind of were watching that game, Omaha-Tri-City, and in a way that helped you twofold. It helped you for last Saturday's game, but also for this coming weekend, as you take on Tri-City back-to-back nights, what did you really learn from them from that game? It, obviously, it's extremely early in the season, and everyone's still figuring everyone else out, let alone themselves. But what were some of your takeaways from the storm last week? I'll start with you, Art. Um, as with any team, um, 
everyone's dangerous. Every team's good. There's there's so many good players in this league. There's so many good goalies, so many good coaches. Um, special teams are, are through the roof, and, and Tri-City is no different. They're, they're known to have good power plays. They're known to be a, a deep type team. And I think more than anything, we have established kind of this animosity towards them um from club to club so to speak and that stems to last year with with kind of the, the, the heated battles that we had with them so i think more than anything we're, we're really excited to kind of relight that rivalry with this new group that we have and obviously to see what they have um i know we met them in the preseason but you you, you have a lot of guys in and out in preseason right so we didn't have our full lineup they didn't have their full lineup so we're just really excited to to really focus in on what we're doing as a as a club um, I think establishing, our, uh, establishing ourselves early is, is so important because having an identity and playing to that identity is really what's going to drive our, our team moving forward. And so if we can establish that early against a good opponent like we did against Omaha, take that next step, build weekend to weekend, and, and really string together victories, I think that's a sign of a mature group. Um, and so we really have a test in, in two games and kind of a home-and-home home split. So I'm really excited and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the games. Mike, looking at the games this weekend, four games played for the Stars so far, three games in which they've scored at least one power play goal, including two of those wins, games where they have scored multiple power play goals. It's easy to look at that and say power play goal leads to win. Obviously, that's not always going to be the case, but regardless, special teams have been a big part of this team's success early in the season. And Going back to that first period, the two goals scored in the first period, Keaton Peters and Michael Messick, that was just the situation where you guys were almost just you were stuffing the net, and a loose puck in front came to the right guy, and you guys scored. Uh, take me through the, the power play a little bit more, because I, I think you can't talk about this team without talking about its special teams right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know what? Early this early on in the season, you're really preaching habits. Uh, you want guys to start picking up good habits for getting out of summer mode. I know a lot of guys played a lot of hockey in the summer, but uh, now it's it's real hockey, and, and we try to dive into almost a playoff hockey feel the way we play the game. And um, to do that, you got to have good habits all over the ice. So uh, that's really been our main focus. And Rocky's done a great job leading this group the last uh, well, we've been here five six weeks now. So. Um, it's just been a lot of fun to watch these guys grow. It seems like it doesn't really matter who you throw on the ice sometimes, um, somebody new stepping up. So it's been a lot of fun to watch some of these young guys come out of their shell and maybe some guys that weren't sure if they were going to make the team coming out of camp. And now you're starting to see their true colors or they're starting to play with a little more confidence. Um, and it's been, a, it's been a ton of fun to just watch these guys develop and, and, and evolve a little bit. So um, I know you want some secrets to our power play, but to be honest <laughs> with you right now, it's, it's done to the players' hands and, and Rocky oversees all that obviously but uh you know they're building good habits they're listening they're they're doing everything they, that we're asking them to do and um you know they're getting rewarded in all different kinds of ways right now so it's a lot of fun to watch i i think the secret really is the fact that we we have depth to our special teams we have a power play we have two power play units and we have some players stepping back into the lineup that you know might have been injured prior so when we have guys playing power play, obviously we need other guys to play penalty kill. And so these newer players have, have stepped into those roles. And so, um, you know, Coach Russo does a very good job at developing players by finding ice time for them. And that's something that he takes pride in and we take pride in as a staff. So if you're not looking on the power play, right, like we're looking for you to be a great penalty killer. And so obviously that keeps guys fresh, that keeps guys engaged. Um, sometimes when you get into these special teams battles and, and you're not on the special teams, you sit, you get cold. Um, well, for us, if you're on the power play, great. If you're on the PK, like it just balances out and, and we're able to keep rolling. So when it, it does get back to five on five, everyone's fresh and everyone's, everyone's going. So 
really, I, really cool. I like that you brought that up, Art, about how you try to keep everyone involved because I was noticing noticing that a lot late in the game on Saturday. It was almost like Ronke was pretty much rolling lines out there. It was, a, you know, granted, where the score was at, it kind of allowed for that type of situation to develop. But I like that it was getting a few other guys that time because you, you don't know. Your number might be called later on to be on that top unit or you might play yourself into that opportunity. How, what did you see from the some of those depth pieces stepping in on the top line, guys, on the top units of the power play? What did you think of that? And did, was it, did it give you guys a little bit more faith moving forward with the group, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think I think more than anything, when you have guys who who step into these roles that you wouldn't necessarily expect early on, um, it allows you to maybe move some pieces around. It allows you to really start messing with some chemistry and some line combinations and and seeing which guy fits where. Because if someone's emerging with some confidence in playing and executing, you you might be able to throw them in a certain role. Um, and from there, they, they get to develop into that role, and maybe someone else is better in a different situation, vice versa. So I think for us, like like we were talking about early on, like just figuring out our own identity and, and really figuring out how we like to play. That way everyone figures out their own role within the team, which is going to allow us to for uh, overall success. This is Outside the Box here on 93.7 The Ticket. We're talking Lincoln Stars Hockey, and we hope to hear from you a little bit as well. Give us a call on the Honda of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. You can text us the Sarder Hammond text line at that same number, 402-464-5685. One of the guys who was a big contributor on the power play, and he's going to join us in a little bit as well, Keaton Peters. He's been a popular man for media this week. Also was on the Thunderstruck podcast uh, this week. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to Gene Cotter and Brandon Anderson, BA, for running that as well. But uh, Keaton has done a nice job. He kind of stepped up onto that top unit. I asked Rocky a little bit about that. He's getting some more playing time, and this is a returning player. He's been a big part of this team so far, and we've we've seen – I keep using the word depth, but we've seen a lot of the depth so far, guys, it, whether it's the blue line or the forwards – I think that's the biggest strength of this team. We don't. We have a lot of guys who can put the puck in the net, who can move the puck, but I don't know if there's exactly just the one player on either side who stands out, obviously, more than anyone else, and that's kind of a nice problem to have. Do, do you disagree with me on that? No, I, I completely agree with you, and anytime you, you're talking about championships and championship teams, um, I think one of the keys of that is, your, is the players that are on your so quote-unquote uh, fourth line or third D pair or whatever you want to label it. Um, we don't really play that way. We don't look at our team that way, but uh, you know, we got 18 forwards or whatever it is that, that all play and they all go. We got 7D that are playing every night and they all get in, they all go. Um, you know, nobody's restricted as far as, okay, you can play offense, you play D, you know, everybody's expected to play three zones every night. So um, when guys get get to play in all different kinds of situations, your confidence skyrockets. Um, you know, again, I like, like Art said, Rocky does a great job of making sure everybody's getting in in different circumstances and different guys are stepping up every night, which has been fun to see. And uh, Pete's is, is no no different than, than anybody else when it comes to that. And, you know, in fact, he leads the way. I don't know any guys that really outwork him in practice or in the gym. Um, you know, we got a lot of guys that work really hard, and, and he's one of the best on, on the team that I've seen so far. So, uh, you know, it's great that he's carrying some of the load right now, but I, I'm sure next game somebody else is going to step up and, and help him out. And, um, you know, I think the win the other night was a full team effort, no question, all the way back to, to the goaltending. Um, so, I look back at that game from Tuesday, and another guy, or excuse me, from Saturday, and another guy who really stood out to me was Jared Mangan. I felt like you look at the box score 
after the game with him, just one assist. But the way he was kind of just skating around the zone with the puck, I think if you were at the game, you certainly noticed. If you were watching the game, you noticed it. We, we keep talking about these depth guys. It's just It seems like every other night it seems to be one guy's big night, whether they get on the score sheet or not. And obviously that's that's been a huge part of the, the success here so far. But I want to go back to the goaltending situation, Art, because uh, Lucas Massey was in a bit of a battle in the preseason to become this backup goaltender, going up against uh, Nick Von Kaufman, who had some great moments himself. And you and I have talked a little bit about it, but talk to me about why you think Lucas – well, not why you think, why he did make this team as the backup goaltender and, and why he was deserving of that opportunity. Um, I think one of the, the most important things that – that we as a staff and his organization really loved about Lucas Massey was uh, his work ethic and his character Um, for him to earn that spot. It's no surprise because we knew the type of person we were getting. We knew someone who was going to come in and despite the odds, despite the circumstances, he comes ready to work. And I think the city of Lincoln is really going to appreciate that. You have a kid in there who, who just loves playing hockey, who loves being around his teammates, who loves pouring his heart into his game. Um, and it was very emotional for him on a, on a personal note um, for him to step in and get a win. And, and we had a conversation, you know, yesterday one-on-one and, you know, he, he got very emotional in the sense of he's worked so hard for this moment. Right. And now he, he doesn't want to let go of that. And so, um, it's no surprise. I think we as an organization take pride on guys in guys and having um, insane type work ethics, being relentless in their approach. And and if they're being told no, like they, they just get back up and, and keep fighting. Right. And, and that's what we try to embody on the ice. So Lucas is no different. Um, and I'm really excited to see how he's going to develop moving forward. Having worked with him for the past couple of weeks here, right, like he's taken bounds just like Cameron Whitehead has dating back to last season. So I think we as a club do a great job at providing attention to goaltenders um, and really allowing them to trust the process. So many so many organizations are demanding of outcomes, um, and we as a club take pride in our process. So our daily habits, how we approach our training, how we approach games, how we review games, just we, we kind of have a system in place that allows for guys to develop and build confidence. Um, and, and Lucas is, is no different so uh, up to this point. I'm glad you bring up Cameron Whitehead because obviously with him being a returning player, he's garnered one of those each year. You're going to have a lot of those returners are going to be kind of the faces of the team, so to speak. And obviously he's lived up to that billing. You've seen him for a couple of years now. What has been the biggest improvement that he has made from day one at the beginning of last season until now, granted only four games into this season? I think with Cam, he's matured so much um, off the ice and how he approaches the position and how he approaches his lifestyle uh, as being a, an elite goaltender, right? Like he's committed to, to a great Division One school. He's, he's drafted by the Vegas Golden Knights in, in an early pick, so they're looking for him to be, be a guy down the line. And so – Last year was was such a journey for Cam in the sense of having so many ups and downs. Um, got off to an uh, incredible start, got injured, had some had some tough starts from then on, and then just really just was really finding himself. So I think for Cam, what we've seen is just him really owning his process, and and him just we like to say getting better every day, and we take it one day at a time. We we have a long term development plan in place um, that hopefully gets to where he wants to go, but. It's, it's guided by daily behavior and daily actions. And for Cam, he's completely invested in, in how he approaches every day. Um, he likes to say he, he likes to be where his feet are. And so that's going to be a big thing for him moving forward. And it's been a big thing um, contributing to his success up until this point. 
year number two for Whitehead, also year number two for you, Art. And Mike, you're like me. This is your first season at the helm here uh, with the Stars. What have you enjoyed so far about your time with Lincoln? Obviously, it was a change of pace for you coming from Elmira College here. You jumped from you know Division Three hockey into the USHL. What's it been like for you, the transition? I think fans are curious as they're getting to know you a little bit, how it's been going. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's been awesome, honestly. And I've been so lucky to work alongside here with Hart and, and working for under Rocky. I mean, the first month here has just been so much learning and they've been really patient with me until I can kind of catch up with the video systems and the systems that we play and a little bit of the detail that, that we do here. Um, and it's funny because... You know, it all kind of comes back to the same thing and the same principles and characters and, and characteristics of winning teams. You know, it's a lot of the same stuff that I've, I've, I've learned throughout the years, my seven years or six years there at Division Three. Um, you know, we were fortunate to have some really good teams there towards the end uh, before I moved out here. Um, and it's a lot of the same stuff. So um, the on ice, the practices have been, a, have been a blast. You know, the guys are super competitive and they're extremely hungry. Every guy in that room still has a good chance of making the NHL and they know it and they work towards it every single day. So um, I know from a personal aspect, it's something I take very seriously is making sure I'm, I'm coming prepared and I'm ready to help these guys become the best versions of themselves. So um, the ring's taking care of itself. It's been an absolute blast. And then now I live down in the hay market, which is also uh, quite the treat. I was in for such a surprise coming here. I didn't know what I was getting into uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. And um, it's been an extremely pleasant surprise. It's been a lot of fun and uh, extremely clean city. Honestly, it's a very, very clean city. So it's, it's been cool. All you can ask for is a visitor, I suppose, right? Something like that. But so high praise there. Pinpoint it to one thing for me. What's the biggest difference between Division Three hockey and the USHL for you? I think it's the ultimate uh, kind of the end product or the end goal that these you know these guys are all so hungry and want to make the NHL, want to make a living playing this game. Most all of them are committed to a high end Division One school, and the ones that aren't will be shortly or, or on their own time frame. Um, you know, Division Three. It was we had some really good players that ended up playing some high level pro, East Coast, AHL. Um, but we, it was a lot more about the school pride and making sure that you know you walked out of there with a, a really good reputation for your class and that you made contributions to the overall campus. So um, here, it's a lot of the same things as far as what Rocky wants to do and, and the name he wants to build here in Lincoln. Obviously, year two, he's already established himself with a great year last year. Um, but things around the town and stuff like that is, is a work in progress for us. And, you know, be, having a new staff and a new owner and everything, you, you're kind of rebuilding everything again. So um, that part's been been different for sure. And, and the, the coolest thing is with these guys is you're with them, honestly, 10 hours a day, eight hours a day. So you can impact them in a lot of different ways. Whereas in college, you're, you're on the ice for two to three hours a day. You maybe see them a little bit during a study hall or a weight room session, but um, the NCA uh, limits how much time you get with them. So here, uh, you may sometimes you might even get sick of each other for a little bit. It's time to go home. It's time to go home. But you come back the, ne the next day with with unbelievable energy in the room, and it's just so much fun to be around. What Mike, I that's me telling you at the end of the day when I'm like, let's get out of here. It's <laughs> six o'clock. Uh, very true. Very true. What I always love to say to people about junior hockey is that you know, for the people in it, it gives you that professional experience all around. What, how organizations are run how much time you spend at the rink, you know, just everything like that. The focus is on the hockey first and foremost. And Art, let me touch on this with you, with you coming back here. What did you like so much about Lincoln? Not just maybe the stars, but the town in general that makes it exciting to be here once again this season. Uh, there's just a lot of energy in the town. I think the, the city um, it, from sun up till sundown, it, it's go, go, go in a sense. But for me personally, like, 
like Mike was saying, I spend so much time at the rink. And for me, that's, that's where I find joy and, and, and peace in a sense. But I think for what you had just said, the, the word experience is really, it, it's been a great experience because when you start investing in those around you, which is kind of our approach as, as an organization, you invest in others, um, good things happen. And so when you're in that environment all the time, you're around guys that you know care about you. You're around people that you know care about you. Um, and then when you get to reciprocate that to one another, um, it makes things worthwhile, right? And it allows us to be incredibly motivated to come to the rink every day. And and one of my favorite things to do, and we have a joke about this, is just like saying good morning to people, like seeing seeing Doug Grimes' smiling face, and I get to say good morning to him or saying – seeing big Z on the ice. He took a tumble today. He stepped on the ice with the skate guards and <laughs> uh, like, like those little things like that, because we've invested so much in one another are, are just that much sweeter. And so you, you really get to take a step back and smell the roses, so to speak, and enjoy the little things. And, and that's what makes kind of the, the whole journey worthwhile. So, um, I think, I think the relationships to, to answer your original question is really what I've taken some pride in. This season's captains were announced earlier today. Mesa Marcellus is going to wear the C this season. Boston Buckberger, Antonio Fernandez, and Doug Grimes are going to be the alternate captains. Mike, I'll start with you. Uh, take me through this because it pretty much sounded like everyone was on the same page with the coaching staff and the players on who should be in what role. Talk to me what you really like about those four and why you think they're going to be great as leaders for this team this season. Yeah, absolutely. And like you referred to, being the new guy on the block, I'm, I'm starting to really get to know the guys now. I've been here for about six weeks. So starting to see guys' true colors and come out of their shell. And, and the cool thing has been is seeing the older guys being patient throughout the process. And when we talk about that, we're talking about these leaders. You know, I know Buckberger's a new guy as far as in Lincoln, but he's well, he was on a very, very successful team last night, last year, excuse me, and he knows what it takes to win. And to do that, you got you to gotta build a culture. And, and he's been one of our culture leaders no question so um it's been a lot of fun to watch these leaders lead the way and it's been very apparent guys that have kind of taken off but um as rocky alluded to today in our team meeting that that the secondary leaders that we have is is awesome you know you got another four to five guys that were right there with with votes and in the mix and um, a lot of them new to town some of them returners but um, anytime you're making that kind of impression on your teammates where you're getting votes up and down the block, it's, it's, it's a very special thing for coaches and uh, makes our job a hell of a lot easier. But um, as you're looking at guys like Marcellus who's stepping up, I mean, his last game was was high, high end. He's got the ability to be one of the best players in the league every single night. Um, and you got guys like Grimesy who's extremely fun to come to the rink. Uh, so he's, he's, he's a blast out there, no question. And Buck's work ethic. And I'm excited to see Antonio now. He's been, he's been patient getting back on the ice but i'm excited to see him take off now too so and art what about you as well three of those guys you worked with last season how cool is it to kind of see them mature to this level and grow into these types of roles um i i think for us like like how we do things as an organization it's it's kind of our philosophy our mission statement but we develop guys on the ice and we develop guys off the ice and so seeing guys someone like Marcella step into a leadership role as being an older guy seeing someone like Buck come in someone like Antonio who who really took bounds last year and for now him to develop as a leader um I think coach Russo likes to say leaders uh, amongst leaders and so that's kind of something that we we try to embody as a club um everyone in that in that room is a leader right obviously we you we have a few guys wearing the A and the C but 
um, we expect everyone to be held to that standard and we expect everyone to, to embody that persona of being a, a, an assistant captain or a captaincy. Um, and that's something that we're just trying to really teach our players to, to carry with them moving forward. We'll take a quick break and we'll have more in just a little bit here on Outside the Box here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Joe Norman alongside assistant coaches Mike Zanella and Art Bry. We'll have a couple of guests joining us, Keaton Peters and Lucas Massey, a couple of the stars from this past Saturday's victory against Omaha, will be with us in a moment right around the break here on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 